From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, May 26th. Another town in our region has taken steps to limit OHV use in their community. Nestled in the San Juan National Forest, Silverton, Colorado is known for its jagged alpine mountains, scenic narrow-gauge railroad, and increasingly during the summer, dust and noise from ATVs. At the end of the day, for me and many others, it's a quality of life issue. Silverton resident Paul Joyce speaking to the town's board of trustees during a special meeting last week. Silverton's population can be counted in the hundreds. Residents there recently circulated a petition to prohibit OHVs from driving on any streets within the town. Silverton residents voiced their concerns to their governing body during nearly two hours of public comment last week. Much of their sentiment was nearly identical to what many here in Moab have said to local elected officials. I'm raising my two sons here and I can say Silverton is not an easy place to live, but we are trying to stay. And losing the summer to OHVs is making it hard to want to stay. In the summer, many residents go to bed and wake up to the agitated drone of OHVs. Besides the unavoidable echo off the mountains, OHVs represent the pillaging of a sacred landscape. The amusement park mentality that OHV users bring to town is humiliating. The narrowing of our economy to be OHV-centered, thereby diminishing our economic diversification, is having a tremendously negative impact. There's a lot of people in town that would appreciate it if we could get on with our lives, get on with the peace and quiet. We used to be able to sit out in front of our house in the summertime. I don't even go out the front door anymore. It's miserable. Silverton's Board of Trustees voted 4-3 to three in favor of removing OHVs from town roads. The vehicles are still allowed on county roads and in the backcountry. These rules go into effect at the end of June. Before taking a vote, Silverton trustee Tyler George said removing OHVs from downtown streets is the only way to solve the pressing quality of life issues residents are now experiencing. We're tired of the noise. We're tired of the dust. We're tired of people that drive rudely. The purpose of of the, the town board is to look out for the health, safety and welfare of the citizens. And nobody either on Zoom or anybody that made comments here tonight can tell me that OHVs contribute to health or safety in town at all. They can certainly harm health, health, health and safety, and they can be a detriment to it. Unlike Silverton, Colorado, banning OHVs from local roads in Moab is not an option, at least without a change in state law. So what the state law says is that we cannot prohibit or restrict street legal ATVs on city streets and county roads. Grand County Attorney Christina Sloan. During Utah's 2021 legislative session, Moab's elected officials lobbied state legislators to allow them to place a nighttime curfew on ATVs on city streets. The measure failed in the state Senate. Now, Moab City and Grand County are focused on education and enforcement of their noise ordinances that they hope will lessen the auditory impacts of the vehicles. A voluntary noise testing event will take place tomorrow at Sand Flats Recreation Area. Their local law enforcement and county staff will be educating OHV users on the noise ordinances while also collecting data. 
we've already gotten some emails from folks saying, I still get woken up at 3 a.m. by ATVs. Why isn't the noise harness working? And, and I do encourage people to have patience. We're working very hard on it. It's not clear if Silverton, Colorado's OHV ban will face any legal challenges or cause any major election upsets. The measure passed with a slim majority. Some of their trustees preferred to put the question to a vote of the residents. And still others said that by passing a ban on local roads, they would destroy the summertime economy. Almost every step of the way in their discussions around mitigating the impacts of ATVs in Moab, local elected officials have been threatened with lawsuits from OHV groups. Attorney Sloan has said that taking a year to get better data on noise may also be part of prepping a legal defense of local noise ordinances in case of a future challenge. The West's record-breaking dry conditions were the subject of a House committee hearing Tuesday. The House Natural Resources Subcommittee on Water, Oceans, and Wildlife heard testimony from across the region about this year's dire projections for water shortages and wildfire risks. John Ensminger runs the Southern Nevada Water Authority, which relies heavily on the drought-stricken Colorado River for the Las Vegas metro area's drinking water. The Colorado River Basin is at a crossroads that requires a focused and robust approach to federal investment in measures that will mitigate and respond to the effects of climate change. Ensminger called on Congress to loosen restrictions on federal spending when it comes to water recycling projects. More than 75 percent of the Colorado River Basin is in extreme to exceptional drought. The river's reservoirs are currently projected to hit record lows this summer. This month, 12 to 15-year-olds have started getting vaccinated against COVID-19. The Mountain West News Bureau spoke with some newly vaccinated and soon-to-be-vaccinated kids. Savannah Marr and Madeline Beck bring us this audio postcard from kids in our region and their motivations for getting the shot. Hi, my name is Taylor Diniazzi. I'm Ezra Visser. My name is Molly Buckles. My first name is Oliver, and my last name is Rogers. Hello, my name is Shandine Willie. A week ago, about, I got the vaccine. I was a little bit scared, not because of the symptoms or anything. I just have a fear of needles. At first, I didn't want to get it. Because I was scared because I thought I was still going to get the virus or something. Um, I wanted to get it pretty much right away just because not only I knew I had at least some type of protection against COVID. I was like, okay, maybe it's not all that bad. Maybe I should get it. <laughs> I haven't gotten a shot in a while. That's okay. <laughs> It'll be nice and easy. Do you want to let your arm hang nice like a spaghetti noodle? Yeah. Ready? It's not all that bad. <laughs> See? Did it sting? A little bit. A little bit? It didn't hurt like I thought it would. <laughs> I feel relieved. It feels exciting because <laughs> a year ago today, we didn't even have a vaccine. And now I'm just getting like closer to the second dose day by day. When COVID was still like outraging, like we couldn't hang out with any friends or do anything because it's such a bad virus and we didn't want to take it home. Whenever I would go to the store, I would just be in constant fear of like touching something and then someone who probably has the virus has touched that. I think I'm more of a germaphobe now. (laughs) 
it was a struggle too with school because of how hard it was like online and stuff. It's been so hard and tiring and draining. It was much harder to focus than when I was in school normally. I wouldn't want to do it again. I haven't been able to do as much sleepovers or hangouts with my friends. When we're all in person, we just like to talk and like laugh. But then, like, over the phone, it's different. We mostly just, like, met in parks and hung out outside. This past week, I went out with my friends finally, and I got to see them again. It made me feel happy because I haven't seen anyone besides my family this whole entire pandemic. And just seeing them again just, like, made me want to cry. But I didn't want to in front of them. <laughs> so I was just kind of happy the whole entire time. So getting the vaccine will help me do that again. <laughs> I'm also looking forward to playing sports again. I wanted to play uh, football when I'm fully vaccinated. Restaurants, because there, there are a couple really good ones in town that I have definitely missed eating at. I'm looking forward to going back to school in person and not online. The concerts and the traveling again. I've been really wanting to see Harry Styles and then Billie Eilish too with her new tour that's coming up. I know that most of my friends have been vaccinated. I actually talked to some of my friends and they actually don't want to get it. They probably should get it just for like their parents' safety and relative safety. It doesn't really hurt, it's just a slight pinch. And it's been tested on other kids, like 12 through 15, and they've been fine. After you get it, you're just gonna feel more free and safe. It didn't take much to get some more safety in my life. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, May 26th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.